This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Baruchem and welcome everyone. Shalom Aleichem. Welcome to today's special national Agra de Pirkashir. Uh, today is Tu B'Shvat. I want to begin by saying that all the Shurim on Chodesh Shvat are sponsored, are dedicated by the Israeli family, Loyan Ishmas, their father, Mayor Ben David, whose yard said was Chast. Shavat, then Shamashav and Aliyah, be a male church for the whole family, for Simcha Sanachas, Ad Biasko El Tzadak. Shalom Aleichem, everyone. It's uh, great to see you. Today is, of course, Tu B'Shvat, Haba Alinu Latoiva. And in honor of Tu B'Shvat, in honor of Parshas Yisra, I want to f- speak about the following subject. Uh, the Haggadah for Art Scroll was submitted, and it is um, going to print as we speak. If anybody still wants to be Mishtatif, please let us know. Let us begin by focusing on the name of this week's parsha, Parshas Yisroi. This week's parsha is Parshas Yisroi. And Rashi tells us Yisroi had seven names. And let's study some of his names. Rashi says, Yisrael had seven names. Why was he called Yeser? He added a parsha to the Torah. Why was he called Yisrael? Because after he converted, and he was Mekayim the Mitzvahs, they added a Vav to his name. This is one of the most mind-boggling comments in Rashi. Why is he called Yeser? Because he added a parsha to the Torah. Why does he have an added Vav? Because he was Mechabal all 613 mitzvahs. So in the Sefer Ma'oyrei Sha'arim, Ma'oyrei Sha'arim was written by Rav Aryezev Gorowitz, the Rosh Hashiva of Gateshead, hence Ma'oyrei Sha'arim, the, you know, he has a Sefer Rashi Sha'arim, the, uh, as Gateshead, Rashi Sha'arim. But he asks a Pela Atsuma. He says, let's try to weigh this for a minute. The man has a name with four letters. Yud Tuf Resh is for one thing he did. Vav is for another thing he did. So you would expect that three of the letters came for the more important thing, and the one letter came for the less important thing. And he did two great things. He was Mechabel 613 mitzvahs. He became a Yid. He went from being a Goy to a Yid. And the other thing he did is, he said a Chidush in Torah. His chiddush was, he comes to Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe, you're going to tire out. It's not covered for Klai so that you should sit and they should stand. So he added to the Torah, So he did two things, two great things. Number one, he was Mechabel, Taryag Mitzvah, and he elevated himself from being a Goy to being a Yid. And the second great thing is, he said a chiddush in Torah. So which do you think is more important? I think we would have said, the greater of the two was he was Mechabel 613 mitzvahs and he extricated himself from being a Gentile to being a Yid. And the other thing is he said a chidush in Torah. He said, you know, you need to appoint Dayanim. But yet Chazal tell us he's called Yeser because he said a chidush in Torah. And he got a vav from elevating himself from being a guide to a Yid. Says the Gateshead Rosh Hashiva. From here we see 
the nuclear elevation that comes to a person who's immersed in Taira, that he could be mechadesh something in Taira. Being mechadesh in Taira brings greater aliyah, is a greater elevation than even from turning from a goy into a yid, greater than elevating yourself from being an akum, an oivid koychav ma'zolois, to being a Yisrael, greater than that is being mechadesh something in Torah. How could that be? How could that be? Says the gate said Rosh Hashiva, Rab Gorwitz, v'hu plia l'chayra, ki b'shvil sheyitar parsha achas b'toyra, nasun l'shem chadash legamri, he added to the Torah, they gave him a completely new name. Uchshen is when he converted v'kiyem kala mitzvahs. When he converted, it became the whole Torah. They added only one letter. Says the gate said Rosh Hashiva, Royin anu ba goydel achilak shaba yedei shemoysev davar ma'bataira. We see the great distinction in man if he could add something to the Torah because Torah is equal to all 613 mitzvahs Torah is even greater than the 613 mitzvahs so you say okay so then it should come out someone who learns Torah is equal to someone who keeps the 613 mitzvahs or someone who learns Torah is greater than someone who keeps the 613 mitzvahs but Yisrael was already Mechabel, all 613, including Talmud Torah. Why did he have this much greater aliyah when he was Mechadesh? He's called Yasser because he added to the Torah, and he added above only when he accepted the 613. And the rationale, says the Gates at Rosh Hashiva, is Kiner Mitzvah V'Torah Ar. Mitzvahs are like a candle. The Torah is like the fire. A mitzvah is not even like a lit candle. It's a ner without the, without the light. The Torah is the light. Just like there's no comparison between a lamp that has no light and a lamp that has light. But when a person is mechadesh something in Torah, he his entity becomes one, it is fused with the entity of the Torah, he is elevated, transformed, catapulted to a completely different stratosphere. Because if Yisrael added to the Torah, so that means he understood, based on certain Seichel Hayashar, he was able to extrapolate and apply Torah rationale and extend it to a new circumstance, so he himself became one with the Torah. But when a person does a mitzvah, it does not elevate a person nearly to the same stratosphere. You could shake a lulav, wear tzitzis, blow the shoifar, put on talis, put on tefillin, light Shabbos candles, bake bimafresh challah, give tzedakah, and it won't do to you anything close to Learning one Mishnah. Learning one line of Gemara. You could be Mekayim, listen carefully, because this is not an exaggeration. Learning one word of Torah brings a person more elevation than fulfilling the other 612 mitzvahs. That's one word of Torah. 
And the Gates of Rosh Hashiva quotes Reb Dessler in the, in the uh, Ksavim that mitzvahs are called levushim, cloaks. Torah is called bread. Torah is likened to water, to wine. Rav Dessler explained, a mitzvah does not become part of your entity. Therefore it's called levush, like a beged. But Torah is absorbed, it's fused, it, it's intertwined, it's nivla into your bloodstream. It becomes part of you. And therefore it elevates you in a much more profound way than, the, than mitzvahs do. But says the gate said Rosh Hashiva, Chazal tell us that at first it's called the Torah of Hashem, ki im Hashem chepsoi. And then it's called Uvesoy Rasoy, your Torah. At first the Torah is called the Torah of Hashem. In the beginning when a person just learns it and it doesn't enter your heart and your mind, it's also just a lavush, it's a cloak. But after you learn the Torah, the Torah enters your system, it becomes you, you become identified with it. This is the greatest source of Aliyah. And when I saw this Rashi this morning, I said how wondrous it is that the opening... Pasuk in this week's parasha tells me and teaches me about the importance of not just learning Torah, but being able to be absorbed and immersed in Torah, where you're able to be maven davar mitoich davar. Because we know davar davar yafe davar beitai ma yafe. Something in its appropriate time, how beautiful it is, and everything that occurs during the week is alluded to in the Parsha of the Shabbos. And if the Parsha of Yisrael is teaching us, yes sir, about the great importance of Chidushe Torah, this is very much connected to the Yom Tif of Tu B'Shvat. I want to share with you an ancient custom reported in the ledgers of Minog Yisrael. It's called Sefer HaMinhagim of Varmaiza. Now interestingly, Varmaiza, we call it Garmaiza, Rabbi Lezer of Garmaiza, the Chida brings a legend that originally it was called Garmaiza, but there was a worm there, a dragon, that would consume a person daily until one tzaddik decided to go into the dragon and he vanquished the dragon from within and they named the region, they changed it from Garmaiza to Worms, Varmaiza. Actually, in the Sefer and uh, they did not want me to put in this legend because they said it was of German origin. But I said, no, not true. If you look in the Svarim of the Chida, the Chida brings it and authenticates that this is the reason why it's called Varmaiza. So they said, it's not in our edition of the, of the Chida. I said, well, you have to have the right edition. It's in my edition. So I showed them the uh, authentic edition of the Chida and they allowed me to put it in. So anyway... That's the story of where Worms gets the name. So in the Sefer Minhagim of Armaiza, he brings the original custom on Tubashvat. It was Yoima de Pagri, de Mepagri, Beirabanan. Meaning, the students were lazy. They wouldn't come to the base Medrash. Especially the children. It was a Yoimishta Vesimcha for the Rabbeim, for the Talmidim. And you would give the Talmidim Yayin Saraf, you would give them alcohol. So, 
Ephraim, could you maybe change the background, maybe make a, a bar or something, so we could send everybody the proper mishta and the proper um, beverages. But the minog of Tu B'Shvat is the Rebbe provides the Talmidim with delicacies and Yayin Saraf a little bit, a little schnapps. And uh, that's, that's the... Uh, that's the minog brought down in Varmaiza. This goes back a few hundred years. In fact, in the Sefer Minhage Varmaiza, he brings that on Purim, on Tuba'av, on Tubashvat, it's Yoyim de Mefagri Be'rabonon. The students would not come to the base medrash, they would stay home. And Ravasher Weiss, in his Minchas Asher Sichos and the Mayadim, wonders what kind of minog is it not to go to the yeshiva on Tubashvat. I mean, I understand the children were probably very happy on Tu B'Shvat because they didn't have to go to Yeshiva. Maybe they would wish each other Mazel Tov or something like that because they didn't have to go to Yeshiva. But what's the meaning of that? Why wouldn't you go learn on Tu B'Shvat? Talmud Torah, Kineged Kulam. What kind, what kind, is it a, it's not even a Yamtif. You just don't say Tachnun. What's the minhag of this ancient custom? So Rav Usher Weiss develops really a spectacular idea we all know the Gemara tells us on the Pasuk that when you're, see, when you're setting siege to a city, you should not destroy a fruit tree. The, Gemara, the Torah says, um, Ha'adam eitz hasada. Is man, a fr- is, is the tree a man that you should kill it? Ha'adam eitz hasada. Is the tree a person that you should kill it? But the Gemara, Chazal, always say, that the Pasuk could be read not as a question, but as a statement. Man is like a tree. That's how we usually interpret the, the Pasuk. There are similarities between man and a tree. And the Kuzhuglover Gain, the Eretz Tzvi, Chelek Beis, he brings that if man is like a tree, then if on Tubishvat, most of the sap rises in the tree. Well, man is a tree, and his fruits are his chidushe Torah, and the sap that rises in man are the good rayonois and the good ideas. In other words, if the same way Tubishvad is the yamtuf, is the new year for fruits, then we know that there's an idea, everything in the physical world is a manifestation of the spiritual world. So if Tubishvat is the day that the sap rises in the tree for the new fruit, then Tubishvat must be a special day, like a new beginning in Chidushe Torah. And in fact, the Kuzhu Glover Goin brings in his Shalas Tshuvas, Chelek Beis, Jerushim, Jerush Aleph, from his Chelek Rebbe, the Sachet Shavar Rebbe, the Iglei Tal. You know, I, I told you, my grandmother's father was the last Rav of the city of Sachachav. So he was a Talmud of Shem Yishmuel. Shem Yishmuel was the Rebbe of Sachachav. Shem Yishmuel's father was the Avnei Nezer, the great Paisik. He wasn't the Rav of the city, he was the Rebbe of the city. And the Avnei Nezer, the Eglay Tal, was also Rebbe of the Eretz Tzvi. The Eglay Tal writes that every year on Tu Bishvat, he was Margish, a Shinoi, a, a distinction, a invigorating freshness in his Chidushe Torah. Because when we say that if, if Tu B'Shvat is Rosh Hashanah La'ilan, then it's a Rosh Hashanah for Chidushe Torah. 
In other words, if if Tubishvat is a day that most of the sap rises in the tree, we know we have many Gemaras. The Gemara says that Rabbi Yirmiya said to Rabzeira, what could you teach us something? So Rabzeira would say, I'm very weak, I can't teach. So Rabbi Yirmiya said to Rabzeira, so teach us some Agadita. So Rabzeira said, this is what Rabbi Yochanan said, Ki ha'adam Is a person a tree? So he would say, it says, Ki mimenu soichal, some, one Pasuk says you should eat from the tree, and one Pasuk says you should cut off the tree. So the Gemara says, if he's a Tamil Chacham Hagun, eat from him, learn from him. If he's not a Tamil Chacham Hagun, then don't learn from him. But again, we see many times throughout Shas, let's say in Avodah Zara, Eitz refers to Taira. Priya Eitz is the Tamil Chacham HaOisik B'Taira. The word the Gemara says, why do we bring an Egla Arufa in the, in the uh, valley? So HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, you take the Egla that didn't produce fruits, and he should be killed in a Makkah that doesn't produce fruits for somebody who left this world without making payrois. So the Gemara says, what do you mean? The person didn't, what does fruits mean? Peria Berivya? So that means if, the, if a, if a Zakein was killed, who can't be Mekayim Perivirvia, or a Sris was killed, who can't be Mekayim Perivirvia, so then the laws of Egla Rufa don't apply. No! Peirois mean a person's mitzvahs. So in that case, Rabbi Isai says, Rav Asher Weiss, this day, Tu B'Shvat, is Mesugal, if it's Rosh Hashanah La'ilan, Rosh Hashanah La'peirois, we should daven, that we should be Zoycha, to for Hatzlacha in our Limadat Torah, in our Masim Toivim. So let's take a moment. We're Mispatak, Baruch to give us the intellectual capacity and the ability and the health and the opportunity to, to have, to be Zoycha for Tamil Torah, to be Zoycha to understand the Torah, to understand, to understand new insight in the Torah, to be Zoycha to Mikhail Mitzvah properly. That is what Tu B'Shvat is pre, Predisposed for ah, so says Rav Nifla. You know what the meaning of the the minhag, the ancient custom of Armaiza, why the Talmidim don't go to yeshiva on Tu B'Shvat? Talmidim don't go to yeshiva on Tu because normally the way a student grows, the way a Talmud has aliyah, is he goes to the shir of the Rebbe. And he listens carefully to the Rebbe Shir. He prepares for the Rebbe Shir. He reviews the Rebbe Shir. What did the Rebbe mean? Why did the Rebbe say this? He's working on the Torah of the Rebbe. No, 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 no. Not on Tu B'Shvat. Tu B'Shvat is the Rosh Hashanah for Peirois, for Chidushe Torah. We tell the student, no, don't go to Yeshiva today. Today you have to develop your own Chidushim. Today you're not going to sit by the Rebbe. Today you're not going to harva over the Rebbe's Torah. Today is for your Torah. It's Rosh Hashanah Lo Ilana. It's like the Avnei Nezer said on, on Tu B'Shvat, he would be Margish, a Masikos, a Hizchadshos in his Chidushe Torah. Because a person is like a tree. And a person's insights are his Peirois. So it's a new opportunity for a person to cultivate and develop their own Chidushe Torah. And that might be the minhag behind the custom in Varmaiza. It wasn't chas v'sham to have a day of batlanos. It wasn't a day of atzlos. It was a, to take advantage of the segulas hazman to be able to cultivate one's own chidushim and Torah.
By the way, it's very interesting because this could give us insight into another event that happened on Tu B'Shvat. So, now we understand why Parshas Yisroi, the Parsha of Tu B'Shvat, opens that Yisroi had seven names. For being Mekayim Torah Mitzvahs, all he got was a Vav. But for being Mechadesh, something in Torah, that he got a Yud, a Taf, and a Resh. That was even more notable. That was even more significant. The this is the week of Chidushe Torah, the week of Tu B'Shvat, Rosh Hashanah Lo Ilonois. It's when the Saraf is Oila in the Eights, and everything in the physical world reflects the spiritual world. So if the sap in the inner trunk of the tree is Oila to eventually produce Peirois, so too in a person's being, the Rayoinois are Oila into the Moyach to be able to produce Chidushe Torah. It's very interesting. We know that Mishpat Mitzrayim Yud Beis Chaydash. The Mishnah says in Idiyos that the Mitzrayim were judged for 12 months. Now what Makkah happened when? We don't know exactly. However, we do know Makkah's Bechayros happened on Tesvav Nisan. The Sefer Chamra Tava of Rav Barnav, who's one of the great Hasidic masters of the Ramazim of the Torah, he brings from the Kedushas Levi that the Makkah of Barad happened on Tesvav Teves. And in that case, the Makkah of Arbe happened on Tesvav Shvat. Which would then mean that Choyshech happened on Purim. Now, if the Makav Arba happened on Shvat, that must give us some clue into the defining characteristic of Tuba Shvat. After all, if you want to know the root of a day, the essence of a day, we have to look in the Torah of the first recorded events that happened on that day. So if the Makkah of Arba happened on Tu B'Shvat, then there must be some deep connection between Makkah's Arba and Tu B'Shvat. And over the years we've said many times that the Makkah of Arba was a very unique Makkah. It's the only Makkah that it's not recorded in the Torah that Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu what the Makkah would be. By every other Makkah, Hashem tells Moshe, go tell Parah, there's going to be blood, go tell... Paro, they're going to be cacophonous frogs. Go tell Paro, they're going to be lice. And then the Torah says, and Moshe told Paro what the Makkah is. Comes the Makkah of Arba. Go to Paro. Yeah, and do what? God never tells Moshe what to tell Paro by Makkah's Arba. It's the only Makkah that God le- does not give Moshe any information. So, the Ramban is bothered by this Kasha. And the Ramban says, well, we, sh- we could figure it out. Because it says in Yoel, that, Alecha Lebanim, Alecha Lebanecha Tesapiru. And it says, by Arbe, 
Ulamahan Tisaper Baaznay Vincha. It says a lotion of Tisaperu. So that teaches you just like by Yoel, you know, by the Arba it says ne- there never will be Arba like that. So Rashi's bother, what do you mean in times of Yoel there was? So Rashi in times of Yoel there was a variety of four Arba that we never had before. And in the times of Mitzrayim there was one type of locust and that the pro- proliferation of that many of one type we also never had before. Comes the Koyal Simcha. That's Reb Simcha Bunama Parshischa. And he says, you know, there are a number of questions on Arba. Why is it that by Makas Arba, Paroi says, Chatasi Lashem Vilachem, I sinned against God and you. This is the first and only time Paroi ever says to Moshe, you know, I've sinned against you as well. Why is Paroi conceding he sinned against Moshe? Earlier he said, Hashem HaTzadik, Va'ani Va'ami Yarushayim. He conceded he sinned against God. But what does Moshe got to do with this? Furthermore, Arba is the only Makkah where Hashem says, Eis asher With Arba, Hashem made a mockery of Egypt. How is Arba a mockery of Egypt? Says Reb Simcha Parshischa, Arba in fact is the only Makkah that Hashem did not tell Moshe Rabbeinu. Which Makkah to bring? He said, you decide on the Makkah. It's up to you. You create the Makkah. You be Mechadish the Makkah. So Moshe using the Kayach of Tar Peh, the Kayach of Gezerah Shava, he said, well, it will say by Yoel, Alech Levanechem Tesaperu, and it says Laman Tesaper. So Moshe darshined Arbe. By the way, Rav Simchabunim says, because Paroi said, Pen Yerbe. So Moshe says, Pen Yerbe Arbe. Taka Arbe. Or maybe the Chassam Soifer says, Hashem tells Moshe, Boy, El Paroi. Take the letters Bez Aleph and put it in Paroi. So we'll substitute the Pei with a Bez. We'll substitute the Ayin with an Aleph. So if you take the word Paroi and you change the Bez to a Pei, excuse me, the Pei to a Bez and the Ayin to an Aleph, you get Arbe. So Moshe took the letters Pei, Resh, Ayin, Hey. He, he exchanged the Pei for a Bez, the Ayin for an Aleph, and uh, he made Arbe. But Moshe used the Kayach of the Chachamim, the Tar Shabal Peh, to create Makas Arbe. So therefore, Hashem says, you know, Arbe is the biggest mockery of the Egyptians. Because I'm letting you play with them. You created, you innovated, you made it up, you originated it. So that's why it was a mockery. It's not like I told you, tell Paroi, this and this is what is going to be. No, you make, you make the makkah. So therefore it was a mockery of the Egyptians. And that's why Paroi concedes, This time I've sinned not only against God, but I've sinned against you as well. By the way, I once heard from Arav Agoin, Rav Nachai Zagobam Shlita. That's why the Balaturim points out by Arba, it says, Vayonach Arba, the Arba rested. And where else do we have Vayonach? Vayonach Vayim Ashvi. Says the Balaturim, from here we learn out, the Arba rested on Shabbos. Well, Sabbath observ- observant locust. That's a new one. 
I heard of Sabbath observant Jews, but now Sabbath observant locusts? Yeah. Why? Because who is Mechadesh Shabbos? The Medrash says Moshe was Mechadesh Shabbos. He went to Paroi. Moshe wanted to give the Jewish people a day off, so he goes to Paroi. He says, you know, if you work them seven days a week, they're going to burn out. They're going to not be able to produce for you. Give them a day off. So Paroi said, great idea. So Shabbos in Mitzrayim was a Chiddush of Moshe Rabbeinu. That's why the Rishonim say, we say in Davening on Shabbos, Yismach Moshe b'matnas chalka. Moshe rejoice in the Shabbos because Hashem obviously concedes. Um, Hashem, Hashem endorses your Chiddush of Shabbos. So since Moshe was Mechadesh Shabbos and Moshe was Mechadesh the Mak of Arba, so the two Chidushim are sort of fused together and the Arba rested on Shabbos. What do we know that happened on Tu Bishvat? Makas Arbe. What was Makas Arbe? Makas Arbe was the Chidush of Moshe Rabbeinu. Chidushe Torah. It is no coincidence that Tu Bishvat is the day of the Mak of Arbe. Because what is the main purpose of Tu Bishvat? To celebrate the sap that rises up in the tree for the new crop. No, ha'adam eitzasadeh. That's just reflective. It's an analogy to man. That's when the new ideas start flowing. That's when a person, it's a masugal for chidushe Torah, like the Avnei Nezer said. He was margish, a masikus, in his chidushe Torah, beginning on Tu Let's read those holy words again. Ki b'chol v'admar ha'godol ba'al iglei tal zeicher tzadik v'kolish levrach al-chai ho'elam ha'ba'omar. Ki b'chol shana achar tu b'shvat margish shinoi b'chidushe Torah shalai. Hinei de'ikar Rosh Hashanah le'ilan the main Rosh Hashanah for trees is going on chidushe Torah. It's no coincidence then says Rav Asher that they would give the Talmidim off on that day. The message is, it's always very important to learn from the Rebbe. And you always have to continuously learn from your Rebbe. But there's also a very important makoim for one's own Chidushe Torah. And therefore, it's very significant that the day of Tu B'Shvat is the day of Makas Arbe. The day that we recognize the greatness of the power of Chidushe Torah that we learn from Moshe Rabbeinu. Hashem told Moshe, by Makas Arbe, Boy El Paroi, Moshe said, do what? Hashem says, I'm leaving it up to you. That's the Kayach of this day. The Kayach of the 15th day of Shvat is the Kayach of Chidushe Torah. So Moshe utilized that Chidush. And therefore the Parsha, the Parsha of Tu B'Shvat is the Parsha of Yisroi, that Roiv Oisiyosav is not because he became a Ger and he converted and he was in Kabbalah all 613. Roiv Oisiyosav comes from the fact that he was Yiter Parsha Achas Batayra. He was Mechadesh in Taira. So let's think a little bit about Arba. Arba is the only Maka that affected. As called Asev Hasada 
V.S. Kol Pri Ha'etz. None of the other Makos affected the trees and the fruits. They affected the water, the air, the land. Arba is the only Maka that affected the Eitz and the Peirais. Why? Because Arba happened on Tubishvat. Says the Chamratava, the Eitz and the Peirais of the Mitzrim were destroyed on Tubishvat. But Ulchoban Yisrael, their Eitzim and their Peirais remained fresh, lush, sweet. If the Mitzrim's Peirais and trees were destroyed, then the trees and the fruits of the Jewish people were blessed. And in fact, on Tu God blesses our Peirais. And most importantly, when we say God blesses our Peirais, God blesses our ability to have new insight into the Torah, deeper insight into the Torah, fresh insight into the Torah. And that, Rabbi Shawai suggests, is the reason for the custom of the Talmidim not going to the yeshiva on Tubishvan. So, I'm going to leave you off a little bit early now so you could go be Mechadesh, your own Chidushim. I'm going to wish you a wonderful day. Afreilachin Tubishvat. Brachavatzlacha. We'll see you, Bezus Hashem, next Monday. Call Tov. Have a great day. Thank you. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.